Today on episode 124 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know the things you're supposed to do. Have a good, strong antivirus, anti-malware system. Never click on a link unless you know where it goes. Don't open email attachments. And don't visit the bad neighborhoods of the internet. You know, sketchy websites. But you could do all of that and you still might get infected just by viewing an ad on a website. Today we'll talk about how to avoid that and it costs you nothing. And we heard from my friend Rich who called in and left me a voicemail. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to the last episode of 2014. This is the Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. I've been in the computer repair business since 1999, and I love taking really cool computer tricks and explaining them in a way that just about anyone can understand. And if your computer has a problem, I can probably fix it remotely. So you stay at home and I stay here in my home office. You just sit back and watch me work. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 124. So let's get started. Here's something you've heard me say before. The hackers and scammers and other bad guys on the internet are constantly getting more and more clever in figuring out ways to infect your computer. They send emails with attachments, so you shouldn't open email attachments. They put links in emails and on Facebook and on Tumblr and tons of other places, so you shouldn't click on any links if you don't know ahead of time where it's going to take you. And they put viruses and malware inside free screensavers, free music, free software, and almost anything else you can download, so you shouldn't go searching Google for free stuff to download to your computer. The thing is, you could do all of that, and try to keep your computer as safe as you possibly can, and there's still another way they can get a virus or some type of malicious software into your computer. That's through the ads that are displayed when you visit a website. And I'm not talking about websites where people go to download pirated music or movies. I'm talking about websites of major, well-known companies. These are websites that you would assume are safe because of their reputation. Websites like CNN.com and Yahoo.com, or or even AOL.com. Of course, AOL doesn't really have a good reputation, but you wouldn't think your computer would be infected just by going there. Well, in a minute, I'm going to tell you how these malicious ads appear on these non-malicious websites. But first, let's just take a minute and think about why the scammers would want to use this method to spread their garbage. Well, basically, there are three reasons. First of all is the obvious reason. No one is naturally suspicious when they're visiting websites that are considered safe. So you might not be quite as attentive or you might not notice if something out of the ordinary happens. And even if you did suspect that this was a method of infection, how do you prevent it? 
I mean, there are website filters that you can put on your computer so that certain types of websites are not accessible. This is the basic function of parental control software. If a site promotes violence, drug use, pornography, hate speech, any of these things, you can set some software so that your web browser just can't access those sites. But if the infected ads are showing up on actual legitimate sites, you know, sites that are family-friendly and don't have any of that inappropriate content, you can't filter for that. If you did, you'd literally not be able to access any websites at all. The second reason is that the hackers can use this method and usually remain completely anonymous. That's because the big websites don't sell their ad space directly to the companies that advertise. There are middlemen, sort of like ad brokers, who sell package deals to the websites. Then the ads for a lot of different companies are rotated and displayed at various times right in the same spot. You've seen this. If you go look at an ad on a website and in tiny letters above it or below it, you might see the ad network name like Ad Choices or Ad Gravity or something like that. So what happens is this. Let's say you own a small business and one of your employees' computers gets infected. You suspect it came from a website, but the full website history is all still there in the browser, and the employee had only visited well-known, safe websites. So it may have come from an ad, but it's impossible to go back and see what ads were displayed on which websites at the actual time your employee visited that website. So the hacker has infected the computer and is remaining anonymous. And the third reason is that the hackers can be very specific about who they want to target. That's one of the big selling features of modern-day online advertising. You can make sure your ads only get displayed to certain groups or types of people. For example, a scammer might want to create an ad that plants a pop-up alert with the text that says, New virus detected in personal computers in the state of Ohio. Now, for something like that, he would obviously only want it to appear on computers in Ohio. Or he might just want to target groups that have a lot of disposable income, such as doctors or lawyers. There's so many ways to create certain types of ads and then target them to certain people. It's just about unlimited. So it's pretty clear that website ads are an effective way to spread malware to a lot of computers. But the important thing here, and the thing I want to tell you about today is how you can pretty much eliminate that from happening to you. You do it by using an ad blocker. I've been using ad blocker software for years. That means when I open up Google Chrome or Mozilla Firefox to view some websites, I don't see any obnoxious ads. And I can tell you it's nice. In fact, sometimes when I'm on site with a client or if I'm working on a client's computer here in my office and I have to go to some website, it's kind of a shock to see all the crappy ads that so many websites are loaded with. Anyway, ad blockers are free to use. This type of software is known as a browser extension. This means it works inside your web browser, and that could be Chrome, could be Firefox, Safari, or even Internet Explorer. Now, the one I use is called Adblock Plus. That's all one word. If you want to install it, just open up your favorite web browser and go to adblockplus.org. And plus is not the plus sign. It's all spelled out. The Adblock Plus website will recognize what web browser you're using, and you'll see a big button there that says install for Chrome or install for Firefox. It's really super easy. And if you want to test it, you can do this. Go to a website you know has a lot of ads. 
then install Adblock Plus and go back to that same website and see how different it is. I think you'll see it's a big improvement. But the point of today's tip is not just how you can make websites so much nicer to look at by eliminating ads. The real benefit that we're talking about today is that Adblock Plus will also block malicious ads from infecting your computer with viruses or malware. In fact, while you're there on the Adblock Plus website, look at the top of the page and click on the word Features. Now, when the Features page opens up, you can scroll down and read the section called Disable Malware Domains. Here's what it says. Slow startup, pop-ups, advertisers hijacking your browser. Those are all signs of your computer being infected by malware. Even worse, computers infected by malware open the doors to all kinds of cyber criminality threats. These infected computers can then be used to, to send out spam emails or attack other computers or servers, steal passwords, social security numbers, personal documents, and credit card information. Adblock Plus can be configured to block domains known to spread malware, protecting your computer against viruses, Trojan horses, worms, spyware, and adware. So in addition to making websites a lot nicer without all those crummy ads, Adblock Plus also helps to prevent your computer from getting infected by some of those ads. There are actually other features that make Adblock Plus a great addition to your web browsers, and in fact, I should probably do a full episode on how it works. It's definitely worth having as an additional layer of protection. And I wanted to let you know I heard from Rich this past week. He heard last week's podcast, that's episode 123, about four ways you can free up some space on your hard drive. I actually heard from several people who were able to do that, but most of those sent in emails. Rich called in on my podcast voicemail line, and here's what he had to say. Oh, and as you listen to Rich, see if you have the same reaction I did when you hear his voice. I was thinking, man, this guy needs to have a podcast. Hi, Scott. This is Rich from richgrimshaw.com. Thank you for this week's computer tip. I just wanted to call and let you know I finished running the disk cleanup and recovered just shy of 7 gigabytes of space. That's about 2.5% of what's available on my laptop. Not a great deal, but I was happy to get it back. So, Scott, thanks for the tip, and thanks for podcasting. Just wanted to let you know that it gives me a reason to face my Monday morning with a smile. Thanks, Rich. Now, that's a voice for broadcasting and podcasting. I've actually worked with Rich a little while back, doing some remote work on his computer. And if you didn't catch the website address that he listed, it's richgrimshaw.com. And if you check out the site, it all makes sense, because Rich is a voiceover artist. So he does take advantage of that voice of his. And I would love to hear from you as well. You might not sound like a professional network news anchor like Rich does, but that's okay because neither do I. If you have a question, a comment, a suggestion for a future topic, or even a criticism, I want to hear from you. Just call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 and leave a message. Or you can always email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. 
If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.